and if i was trying to get sleepy also i never used to sleep at the control because once you're inside the control and you're sleeping hmm. you get into the cozy mode you don't want to yeah. get out of the cold yeah. so if you're sleeping outside hmm. and taking power naps you are anyway in the cold you tend to get up in the next 15 30 minutes right. you're forced to get up yeah. you're not in the cozy mode. so that right. is what i used to do if i want to rest also i see, you are going to anyway you rested in a control you still you get out of the control you go for another 40 50 kilometers you are going to stop and take a rest right so yeah the you better rest at that place than resting and the control is my yeah uh, rule what has to be now you use that i got couple of tips and two tips which i got before the bike registration itself there's one uh, naranan from you he's from usa he's mm. basically from chennai he's been settled and he was doing his third pvp right and the one advice he gave he was telling is you are all coming for the first time mm. so don't waste time anywhere okay mm. every minute counts and all mm. and don't i know it'll be scenic you want click photos mm. you see a lot of people it's a festival mood and all mm. don't waste time right okay. that is one thing it will just before the day yeah and the second is a singapore uh, rider mm. lawrence which i met him in uh, lel mm. he to he told that he had done is was again riding for the second or the third time the pvp mm. he told it is going to be very cold mm. the first two nights looking at the forecast mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. so he had told us to prepare very well so we met one of the father and son who had come for the lel 2017 yeah. uh, so they were not able to do the pvp mm. so we were in touch and he added me to that local groups on the messenger mm. chatting tracking me and stuff mm. like that mm. one is they were all surprised to see uh, oh, an mtb rider riding what is going to happen right. everybody was curious on that right so at pvp again i met him and all so though they were not riding they were trying to they were supporting the people from the uk and germany and all he was from basically from germany mm. uh, so he was tracking me and he knows when i'm going to control and coming out of the control and after coming out of the control he was waiting with past time middle of the night at 3 o'clock and he called me i am by kivenki and this is the working athlete podcast here i talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration training tips time management and lifestyle advice if this is something that interests you please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes today's guest is one of the most simplest and humblest of persons in the long distance cycling community he has taken part in some of the most prestigious rides like london edinburgh london Paris Brest Paris among other rides and is now bringing that experience and expertise to organizing breves through Bangalore randonneurs under his leadership the community has seen many fold increase in the participation in Bangalore randonneurs events his name is Mohan Subramanian in this episode we talked about his endurance journey the lessons he has learned over the years of riding various long distance events across the globe and the work that is going on with bangalore randonneurs to help the long distance cycling community grow let us dive into it welcome to the working athlete podcast mohan it is pleasure having you here thank you venki for having me it's my pleasure being on the show over here awesome um mohan let's start by talking a little bit about what is work for you since this is a working alert podcast uh you mean the official work yeah or? yeah okay so i work uh, in a, a bank over here and that's basically northern trust hmm. uh they have a back end office over here uh it's a bank in the us uh, which is 125 years old hmm. uh, not into retail banking more into asset management and stuff like that we have around 6000 employees in india So I have been there for the last eleven uh, years now. Uh, I'll tell you the reason why I have been there. Yeah. So I work there as the data center manager. Mm. I'm into the infrastructure, not into finance. Uh, so Northern Trust has got a very good uh, work-life balance. Right. Uh, so that is one reason, and they care for the employees. The employees are called as partners over there. They wow. don't tell us the thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's how been I've been there. And they encourage and they're promoting what I'm doing. if i'm able to dedicate so much of my time to organize breves or ride myself or do international events and all uh they increase that right so that's how i've been there awesome awesome 
so now coming to your own journey right when did you get into this endurance journey when when did it start and how so i used to cycle in my school days in high school or something right. on the saturdays we used to pick up the bike and those hero cycle my father had cycle we used to go out to going to vidhan sabha used to be a big thing mm. and after that in 2010 or something uh, when we saw the article uh, in one of the additional times paper sunday times uh, the new set of bikes which came trek and uh, the mm. merida bikes that was a brand which entered in the indian market correct and watch and uh, wheel sports was the one which was available yeah and it was my 40th birthday or something then i thought let me gift myself a cycle and then went to meet uh, karan was there at bots that time uh-huh. at the shop on jayanagar on the top right road. right uh, i should thank them because everybody will keeps asking me those questions why you don't change the bike why you have not changed and all yeah probably the bike fit is convenient and yeah. comfort to me uh, and i trust that more than anything else yeah uh, you also. have the uh, trek 3700 3700 dude that is a legendary bike now uh, so, so i've been using that <laughs> uh, i went and asked them basically i'm looking for a commute and some long distance uh, short yeah. rides yeah. Uh, for 30 40 kilometers and all mm. and that changed over a period of time and then uh, i used to see the tfn mm. used to be a premium ride and everybody never used to get an entry for that right Uh, in 2012 or something they had a short ride for people who couldn't get an entry do two days ride to come to uti ride with the rider right. and come back and I had registered for that i went that and did that uh, i couldn't do the back uh, from they had to went to bhavani and we had to come back we couldn't do that and i was sundarajan who's a cyclist yeah. a legendary cyclist at chennai yeah. he was there we were coming back and we were having dinner and that is when he introduced brevet so my brevet journey credit should go to Sundar Rajan. Okay. He put the bug and say there's some ride called 200 kilometer. There's no time limit. You can do one all. Right. And my first ride, brave, happened in Chennai, not even Bangalore. Okay. Though Bangalore was known and famous for it, yeah. I didn't have much of an idea. So I went all the way from here to do a 200 in 2013 February. Yeah. And that was when and then met Ashok. Ashok. Ah, so you you did that. uh abridged uh, i remember 2012 um, tfn had that uh, you know three day correct uh, that's right weekend uh, right. thing um and you guys were staying in ymca and that's right that is right correct yes. i remember <laughs> that so you were part of that yeah, i was part of that and okay. i still get that photos uh, <laughs> and we keep sharing as part of the memory it comes in uh, so we uh, got to ride with delhi i was just started right now so i didn't know much about it right and and um, so someone there um, uh, sundar uh, sundar rajan sundar rajan the uh, chennai uh, cyclist uh, he uh, told you about breves uh, uh, correct awesome so and then you uh, within the next year you did uh, yeah SR. i started off from 2013 mm. that the series and all in mm. the first year itself i finished an sr mm. then i got to know there's bangalore is one of the pioneers of starting breves there was something called is randoners mm. we had bangalore breves which was run by chidu and all mm. so i started riding because i started liking it right. so something different those were the days when we didn't have any gadgets yeah <laughs> you had to prepare everything by yourself um, yeah. the route was only on google maps you used to yeah. make note of the small towns on the way we passed through the road sign signature of the kilometers is what you know how much you covered how much you want to cover right uh, so the, it was much interesting those days yeah. and challenging yeah and so uh, in 2000 i think uh, around that time uh, when issc uh, isc uh, yeah. iisc randoners were there and uh, i did one breve okay. uh, which was the 200 uh, breve um, i think it went through uh, uh, that savandurga uh, and all okay, okay. okay. and that, that was my only breve okay. till day <laughs> and uh, the 200 kilometers some part was i think 24 kilometers or something okay. was a really um, bad stretch, bad stretch 
I, I think it is uh, good to call it no road. <laughs> and it was uh, everything else went smoothly. Most, except for and uh, except for that uh, stretch, it felt like that 20 kilometers felt like 200 kilometers in itself. <laughs> but it was a great experience. And uh, uh, my I have this mental threshold of okay. 200 kilometers. So I haven't no, 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 got <laughs> gotten back uh, to riding breves but uh, it was a great experience the route the uh, kind of uh, charting of the route yeah, was so really interesting me, uh, so today now everybody talks about bangalore bangalore routes and stuff like that yeah. i think the great goes to isc randomness and the bangalore breves because i have i have been riding with them i know what are the challenges they do hmm. they always have interesting routes not straight on the highway it will be more boring get into the countryside roads yeah. have something important so you get to see that right. and try the local food meet mm. people mm. Uh, which is much more better than having doing a boring ride on a highway yeah uh, so i have taken those from there then the legacy yeah. continues yeah excellent excellent uh coming back to your uh riding itself right mm. so you did two uh pbp in uh... so i had that opportunity of to doing a pvp in 2015 mm. uh, because by then i had done couple of thousands in mm. chennai mm. Uh, back to back every year there was a thousand i went and did the thousand over there mm. uh, but due to some financial stuff you know, i couldn't though mm. i was eligible i was in a good form mm. i couldn't go for that mm. uh, probably a reason for not doing that in that particular time and that's what i tell everyone today mm. if you get an opportunity i know there'll be challenges right. do that you never know what mm. what is going to happen yeah. uh, i did that in uh, so i went to 2017 i went to elial so mm. that is when it opened the broader areas of to see how international rides happen mm. and that's how in 2018 i was doing a mad rush of visiting three four countries to do a long distance riding okay and then 2019 i again went to pvp to do a okay riding so company. 2017 you did lel i did the lel one so how was the experience of uh, uh, yeah. lel so it was a it is a 1600 kilometer ride right uh, I, no that time it was a 1450 1450 around we had on 120 hours to complete mm. Uh, it was the first international ride. We don't know what to do. Mm. So there's always butterflies. There's a lot of planning happening and all. Right. And first time in international travel you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so it was very interesting and uh, good to see a lot of other people. Mm. Uh, so the route was very interesting. Uh, uh, the support system was uh, very favorable to the riders. They ensured that every, in a day generally we have three meals. Mm. Uh, there used to have four or five meals because every 80 kilometers or 100 kilometers there was a control available right. and food was available at any given point of time so okay. not just somebody goes fast in the early morning he gets it you go yeah. late in the evening it's not available for you mm. it is available 24 bar 7 volunteers are there available for you mm. uh, they had uh, regular dropbacks available the sleep management mm. uh, i would have picked up some of the best practices from there mm. uh, to what we are doing at bangalore randomness over here Right. I don't want to deny that. Yeah, uh, they had very good systems in terms of uh, organizing skills yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. And the route goes mostly on the countryside, so mm. you get to see a lot in those four days. Yeah. And the biggest value from there, what I've seen is, you pay registration fee, we paid around um, thirty thousand or something. Mm. And you don't spend a single uh, pound over there. Okay. Okay. I would have spent around uh, two pounds. One is to buy a Red Bull on the last day, yeah. and one more for a Coke or something. Yeah. So you get to eat there. You want to pick up something and go. You like fruits or muffins. Uh, you can take it. There are a lot of drinks available. You want milk. You want coffee. You want juice. It's available. Wow. So I would have put one of the control Moffat, which I very mm. well remember. Yeah. It was like a five star spread. You yeah. won't get there a five star spread even in Bangalore. Right. Five star four spread yeah. was there. Yeah. Uh, so that case you get to see the countryside you're spending not spending much also mm. it was a value deal and you completed a ride also but unfortunately i was not able to complete the ride within the allotted time so mm. i was late by some two hours okay uh, because i was hallucinating the last day fifth day uh, i was on the road i felt like i was already riding on that road yeah. it was a cycle path uh, yeah. so I was I was thinking I'm doing the loops there only, but actually I was not doing it. Yeah. 
though i was doing the route for first time i was feeling that i already come here and seen that route right uh, so that was not the case uh, mm. so the last uh, it's it's very challenging because in terms of the elevation and the last day there's a lot of winds mm-hmm. which came in so that right. added to the challenge for the the riders but uh, you meet a lot of uh, international riders you good to see there's a lot of learning and when we see here we think we are much great mm. and you look at them then we think we're not even 10% of how they ride and all yeah. and they easily calmly ride even the old people you see the old guard people who are right. 60 70 people and all yeah. riding those steel surly bikes on the hills and yeah. all calmly will be puffing and all and they'll be calmly riding right so right. it is a treat to watch them also right and one thing what i've just, just learned from all this is there are a lot of people who come and help me mm-hmm. so one thing about uh, the last uh, myself and sai were riding for 1000 1200 kilometers together mm. some of our last sai ram krishna sai ram krishna mm. so i owe uh, my credit for my little to him because mm. he helped me prepare a lot of things he was my navigation yeah. till 1200 kilometers right. uh, and some of i missed him Yeah. and uh, i tried to reach him i couldn't get him yeah. uh, but he knew that uh, uh, if i'm uh, he's with me he'll delay me also so he let me go yeah. uh, later on i came to know that he saw me at the control but he yeah. didn't stop me let me go yeah. the last 60 70 kilometers or something where i didn't have navigation then i hooked on to some two people from the greece mm. uh and i told i need your help to get navigation mm-hmm. i didn't have and all mm-hmm. so they were riding so whenever you get a climb and all i was a little slow and there was a turn or something they used to wait for me okay okay yeah. and he's a very good friend now yeah. okay he was from greece and once i come and say then again they used to continue right. so the last 50 kilometers they took me along with me yeah. and the last 10 kilometers i told you carry on then i can put a google maps yeah. and come so yeah. they later on i met him at uh, uh pvp so did uh-huh. they uh, did they finish in time yeah they finished in time okay so, so th- it is in the last 10 kilometers that you kind of missed the um, uh, no no the last uh, last 150 kilometers okay is when uh, uh, though i had 180 kilometers and uh, 12 hours or something uh, uh, the talus nation started off and right. i was sleeping it I is it is uh, the hallucination is something that we uh, kind of get to hear a lot from the ultra community right, right? so when you are going through multiple days of sleepless uh, riding correct i think that is where it kind of uh, starts hits you that hits is. you okay so what kind of hallucinations were you seeing uh, basically i thought that the route have already done uh, so i've so done it uh, there's a kind of yeah, you know correct. you're seeing that okay it is happening yeah, again, yeah, yeah, again i'm so doing it again and correct. again and i'm okay. thinking that i'm looping around the same location though i was not doing yeah. that you were feeling it yeah and i took around around 2 hours or something to get out of the control that actually happened yeah. because i'm not getting to there was a cycle path for 30 kilometers right which you to get on so i was not getting that path at all mm. so finally a rider came it was middle of 1 o'clock in the night so there's no nobody available in this countryside also right. i waited for a cyclist to come yeah. then i followed him to get on to the cycle path once you get on the cycle path you know it's a 30 km straight road you right. follow the path and then yeah. again who can't to somebody to get so mm. i lost some 2 hours over there right uh, but it was a fantastic experience somebody asked me still uh, lel or pvp i would always say lel that being my first international ride right and it's very scenic challenging and uh, yeah. well organized right no, another interesting thing that you mentioned right the uh, people there the greece friends that uh, you yeah. met and uh, helped you with the navigation yeah, yeah. and now uh, they have become good friends yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- this is something that brings everyone together correct, right correct. The, and uh, one more similar example i just want to mention is when i had been to spain mm. uh, i didn't have any contacts mm. uh, then uh, there were some hyderabad guys who had done some rides and when i landed then he gave me the contact to me and the start of the ride in the spain was from madrid is on 60 kilometers so it was a small town torangla mm. so assuming you have to one was my idea was to i thought i'll cycle around but that was not the right idea be looking at the heat over there and the weather conditions uh, they told it's not worth it so one day we had to go for the bike check then the next day we had to go for the ride pick up the bike and all so he he came along at to the car came to my place pick me up and that is the first time i'm meeting mm. so i know a contact from b i'm not don't don't him know i'm right. meeting him for the first time yeah. they took me along and dropped me 
so and those are the people in the pvp again i caught them yeah. the last 5 kilometers they they were uh, the, from the spain mm-hmm. they got along with their peloton or something the yeah. last 5 kilometers along with them it's be- beautiful yeah, right it the cycling and yeah. the uh, it kind of unites you Correct, beyond true. regions that beyond races yeah. and uh, it's yeah. beautiful so one more interesting i just want to mention is uh, so we met one of the father and son who had come for the lel 2017 yeah. uh, so they were not able to do the pvp mm. so we were in touch and he added me to that local groups on the messenger mm. chatting tracking me and stuff mm. like that mm. one is they were all surprised to see why an mtb riding what is going to happen right. everybody was curious on that right so at pvp again i met him and all so though they were not riding they were trying to they were supporting the people from the uk and germany and all he was from basically from germany mm. uh, so he was tracking me and he knows when i'm going to control and coming out of the control and after coming out of the control he was waiting with past and middle of the night at 3 o'clock and he called me okay oh my god so he was doing it for other people yeah. i was so he was there right. available and yeah. checking and calling me and offering me this is fantastic uh, right so, yeah uh, it's really good so at least uh, yeah you rightly told cycling yeah. bonds people I respect of what irrespective of borders irrespective yeah. of even today in randomly you come and see hmm. i don't see you find a ceo coming and cycling yeah. and you see even a cycle mechanic yeah. and they are there at the start line everybody is the same nobody throws their head weight yeah. nothing finish everything eat or a good example is we have our actor arya mm-hmm. who is there right. when he rides in chennai he has yeah. ridden a couple of breves over here yeah. in bangalore yeah. also yeah when he comes and ride nobody could identify it is arya because he comes with a beard nobody can yeah. the riders would know <laughs> right but he would again sit at the bus stop you offer the food what i'm offering the other people he yeah. is the same thing yeah uh, there is nothing extra Yeah, he no, talks to everybody no ah, people pester him for selfies he agrees to that yeah. and does that so that's, that's what that is. is that is very nice that is very nice yeah you um, you mentioned uh, the, you know the mtv people being curious about you riding these long rides on mtv right and you have been doing that of uh, uh, on all the rides all the is, is the only bike you have and that is the only bike i use it for myself yeah. that i use it for the commute or the training or even for the breves or any events i use the same bike yeah. and not change anything mm. except for the fork which went bad the for the mtb right i, I noticed uh, that a, it has a non suspension correct fork. i have a rigid, rigid fork. fork now okay uh, apart from that there are other two mtbs mtb at home yeah. for my two kids yeah. uh, so they have the mtbs okay so i generally ride my bike only so yeah. that is the only bike i ride awesome yeah so um, i i can imagine that it gave you like uh, all the memories over the years yeah uh, so if you ask me somebody i was telling i had done 1 lakh kilometers recently yeah. on that bike that yeah. includes my commute and training and the breves right. and all yeah. uh, in the last 11 years i would have hardly put 40 punches to it but <laughs> everybody see you go training right they put a puncher <laughs> and i have never put a puncture on any international right not a single mechanical failure otherwise generally i feel people the delay rail is gone you have a puncture wheel is gone spoke is gone you get all this type of issue exactly so th- if you ask me that is the reason i trust that more than anything else yeah. so i have not got into probably i'm lucky or something i don't yeah. know yeah. Uh, i trust that more than myself uh, on right. any event which i take it along yeah uh, if even if i do a 50 or 100 practice ride in the morning i don't carry any pumper uh, tube yeah. because i know it not going to fail but it has happened once or twice yeah. and that time i would have called my wife or somebody to pick up and go <laughs> but 90 98% yeah i know it doesn't fail and i take it that is beautiful and it yeah. served me very well and it's serving still well yeah yeah that is really and really it, good and the comfort i've got probably mm. i'm still using the same stock seat uh, mm. saddle what comes now i think uh, trek has stopped that mm. so now it will be a challenge now for me if next there's a third set of saddle which i've changed yeah. uh, in the last 11 years yeah. and then it might be a little challenge so it gives me that comfort and convenience yes it is little hard when you are doing especially the headwinds is where uh, i mm. get little uh, 
uh, frustrated right you can give climbs you can give rain and uh, other things cold yeah. but winds is something is very frustrating right uh, it is very hard mm. uh, so I, but uh, as deepak master generally told you put your head down and keep rolling you know after some time right. there may be a turn or something it may reduce and stuff like that Right. put in your logos and continue yeah that is yeah. what i do yeah that's as you uh, kind of uh, ride more and more with uh, that uh, one bike right. it kind of becomes part of your identity right. and part of your y- yourself i i think in a that, way that is very true that is very true. Uh, you you kind of tend to identify with that more than uh, you know most people yeah. and uh, it is difficult for others to really kind of understand yeah, and that sentiment yeah, it's difficult, difficult to part that also yeah, if you yeah. want to do that yeah yes probably if i can upgrade to a road bike my my performance may increase i am not mm. denying that fact yeah yeah i am telling i don't want to do that because once you do that then you leave this away yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, there there will still be other uses for uh, the bike uh-huh. you can still come continue to uh, commute uh-huh. which uh, uh, because that is what i yeah. do with uh, my uh, trusted uh, uh, you know bulldog that uh, that fixie okay. that i uh, that i uh, had for a long time uh, i bought it in 2010 and i still ride it okay. i think i have done more miles on that than, uh, than most okay. most okay. bikes uh because i've ridden that exclusively uh till the end of 2011 and then uh including the tfn on mm-hmm. 2000 uh, on that in 2011 and then after that it has become my commuter okay so yes, and yes. I, so in effect i have ridden that on more, more days than, than your uh, regular bike <laughs> on uh, my regular bikes so i mean of course now the pandemic i am not commuting yeah, but uh, that is still the ride that uh, the, the bike that i took for uh, the uh, ride last week uh, okay. when the eu um, climate uh, change ride was there that was the bike i took so yeah i, I mean that's that's good uh, you know we, we we tend to develop the sentiment for yeah, those bonding bonding goes with the bike yeah beautiful so what um, what was the experience of uh, pvp like uh, in 2019 yeah pvp i would suggest uh, it should be on every randomness list probably mm. it could be in the mac of uh, cyclist the reason being you have around 6000 uh, riders from across 60 countries various different bikes and it's like a festival for mm. france people mm. uh, they're all on the villages small villages available mm. uh, food and hydration is available if you want you can have people are ready to offer to sleep at their places uh, so, and the terrain is uh, if you ask me from a scenic perspective uh, probably i would say lel is much more scenic mm-hmm. and this uh, terrain or the season what we are in if you look at the two day france it's all very scenic when you see the yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you with you go that expectation to do a pvp probably not get that more scenic yeah. i'm not sure it is because of the season what we are riding during that time right uh, it's little dry and stuff like that mm. Uh, it is equally challenging in terms of the terrain it's more of a rolling terrain right uh, you don't get a support like lel because mm-hmm. everything paid mm. but people are available okay. there is encouragement from people along the road mm-hmm. in small towns and villages mm. even in the middle of the night you see somebody saying ale ale and mm. you're wondering where it is coming somebody is open from the window and they'll be shouting right uh, so right. you're not at any one point of time it is not that you're not on the road somebody mm. other passes by you mm. you are there with somebody right uh, and it's it's a different experience to get to know and see those people and it should be on everybody randomness bucket right. list i would say once yeah. in a lifetime you go and experience if you are randomer i would say probably go to pvp yeah. and see how it is right and so the uh, uh, cut off for uh, uh, pvp is 90 hours and 1200 kilometers is the distance well, they, they don't exactly close at 1200 it be yeah. 1230 yeah. 1240 it has happened so after 20. yeah <laughs> after 1200 kilometers that to 20 30 kilometers yeah, will make a all. lot of uh, yeah. so it makes also. a difference yeah. but that's how it is yeah. so what we've done in bangalore and also we generally don't 
cut yeah. it off at 1200 we yeah. keep the 1020 in any right for that matter right. in the buffer mm. so people know that they need to do that right. and especially in bangalore now apart from the distance the other biggest challenge would be is the traffic to mm. navigate the traffic and that Correct. itself though you're doing 10 kilometers at the end of, to come into bangalore you need to buffer one one and a half hours looking yeah. at the traffic oh uh, yeah so yeah they need to learn the skill also are you come little early or buffer that extra time so that anyway you're going to lose over here <laughs> yeah yeah funny that you mention uh, that because uh, that was precisely my experience in the only brave that i have done okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have done we were uh, we were actually prob- uh, probably doing it as a you know race okay. apart from the that bad section mm-hmm. we were maintaining mm-hmm. a pace line okay. and i was like four five mm-hmm. guys did it in pre- fairly good time okay. okay but once we were about to enter the city, city. Mm-hmm. we lost the uh, i mean we lost the way we okay. couldn't find the i think that kingeri uh, road we okay. got uh, enter so somewhere it kind of got lost and we ended up spending more than 2 hours okay. in the last <laughs> 20 kilometers it was fun you know but yeah people need to have that kind of buffer right. and because navigation is a part yeah. of the challenge so, yeah. and if you ask me the toughest navigation i have felt is earlier hmm. Uh, so because you don't get people the number of riders also are less not like ppp at least you get somebody right. and there's nobody to guide you yeah. you're on a normal road uh, countryside road and suddenly it takes you into a cycling track mm. there's something called an ncn they have named all the cycling tracks mm. uh, it's very difficult to identify especially in the night and all right as you yeah. don't have a proper navigation device mm. you may get lost and nobody and many people have lost in 2017 mm. from india itself and not only india other people also it's a challenge for navigation even from people from uk oh okay Taking yeah there and the local this thing correct, they correct. F- feel that the navigation is the biggest challenge that they have in earlier okay um, so uh, so coming back to the pbp experience right uh, in uh, how was it in terms of uh, you know challenge uh, and how how were you able to complete it so if you ask me i think there are lot of lot of things riding for me for the pvp 2019 mm. uh, the reason being my lel was a late finish and mm. in 2018 i did some three rides one was at spain australia and israel mm. uh, they were tough rides mm. uh, i had to dnf for various reasons mm. irrespective of the result i gained a lot of experience right. got to learn a lot of things mm. so there's a lot of riding for me and, and the question was always they probably could have finished uh, if you had a road bike yeah is a debate that happens in uh, for the good of it yeah, nothing yeah. against it right uh, so it was important for me to finish that so i had prepared well for mm. it uh, and i went there and uh, i got couple of tips and two tips which i got before the bike registration itself there's one uh, narayanan from you he's from usa he's mm. basically from chennai he's been settled and he was doing his third pvp right and the one advice he gave he was telling us you're all coming for the first time mm. so don't waste time anywhere okay mm. every minute counts and all mm. and don't i know it be scenic you want to click photos mm. you see a lot of people it's a festival mood and all mm. don't waste time right okay? that is one thing it was just before the day yeah and the second is a singapore uh, rider mm. lawrence which i met him in uh, lel mm. he to he He told that he had done is was again riding for the second or the third time the pvp mm. he told it is going to be very cold mm. the first two nights looking at the forecast mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. so he had told us to prepare very well as mm. so i anyway had since i've done the lel if you ask me lel is three or four times colder than the cold what we whether we faced in the pvp in okay. 2019 mm. so it was easy for me because i had the right uh, apparel with me i put it across right. i told people also to prepare for it mm. but since people indians are coming for the first time and facing that mm. it became a little challenging for them on that right. so i was there so only photo i clicked is on that there's a bridge which before connecting to go to breast it's yeah. a signature bridge where everybody takes a photo right. that is the only photo i clicked yeah. on the right yeah. and only at the end of the, this thing right and it was very important not to waste any time mm. uh here it was a pbp you waste easily you just go to just take a stamp mm. not eat not use the restrooms or any rest i usually lose 10 to 15 minutes at each control and we have because a lot of people are there to uh, take lo- that one is a lot of people are there mm. and it's little disorganized pbp okay so you enter there you put a bike there mm. uh, you go to get the breve cast stamp mm. then you go to a different place to have the food 
you cross the road over to have a restroom or mm. to have a shower mm. uh, so it is little disorient not in a process oriented which i found it is very process oriented in earlier yeah. you stamp your card you have your food you go to the restroom then you go to the bed it close and you come back ah, yeah. uh, here it is little less because of the numbers they need to have huge place right and it little scattered around mm. uh, from the road you have to go a kilometer inside to the control wow. into a school mm. or any other place to right. get all those things done right so you tend to lose time mm. so every minute and every second counts mm. uh, we don't have the luxury to waste time so yeah. probably you get to save that one minute probably you can use that to rest or sleep and stuff like that right. and that is something people should learn because mm. i have done couple of other rides mm. so i was okay and if i was trying to get sleepy or i never used to sleep at the controls because once you're inside the control and you're sleeping mm. you get into the cozy mode you don't want to yeah. get out of the cold yeah. so if you're sleeping outside mm. and taking power naps you are anyway in the cold you tend to get up in the next 15 30 minutes right. you're forced to get up yeah. you're not in the cozy mode. so that right. is what i used to do if i want to rest also i see you are going to anyway you rested in a control you still you get out of the control you go for another 40 50 km you are going to stop and take a rest right so yeah you better rest at that place than resting at the control is my yeah. uh, rule what has to be now you use that mm. and uh, that's how yeah. I, and last i was actually running little late and i know mm. a lot of people were following and mm. routing and checking yeah. what is happening and all yeah. the last 100 km is where i know i was looking at the time and uh, it was uh, on the back mm. I missed the control by two hours or something, mm. and uh, somehow I, it was a tailwind. Mm. Uh, we had some rolling terrains and all, so I picked up some. I don't know what came into my this thing. I yeah. had to finish or something that yeah. gets into your mind. Or any ride I've generally seen in the last thirty forty kilometers, we get a mad rush. Yeah, uh, a devil comes into or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you go all out and push yeah. to give that, right. and it happened in. Uh, earlier to this pvp ride also yeah. and it happened there also when i see where everybody is riding very slow on uphill i used to overtake some 20 30 people right and i had a time and the kilometer yeah. calculating to see whether i can get into that average right after 20 30 kilometers i rode mm. like mad mm. and then when it came to where i had a comfortable timing and all mm. and that's when i slowed down and stopped and have it okay uh, so you finished uh, in how many hours in 88 point uh, 50 minutes or something okay so you uh, had uh, more than a little more than an yeah, hour yeah yeah so the last one control i was mm. within the time so mm. from there the last 40 kilometers we had on 4 hours or something yeah. so it was very comfortable mm. uh, most of the indians uh, what i felt is uh, because i had done couple of rides i know how the sleep right. deprivation works mm. and all mm. i didn't sleep on the last night mm. uh, so most of them more the people were ahead of me i think uh, they would have competed for the last 100 150 where the sleep deprivation hit them mm. and they had to stop and uh, they all finished probably it could be half an hour one hour later no? mm-hmm. uh, so the clock stops at 90 hours your mm. 90 hours one minute or so you're not doesn't uh, matter uh, yeah. that is the rule that they have over there so yeah, what was this uh, uh, sleep la- last night uh, thing that you Uh, oh. last night i didn't have any sleep mm. i slept earlier to that yeah. uh, because i know we are running on late yeah. if you want to sleep then you again lose time so Correct. then again the distance increases mm-hmm. so one good thing at uh, ppp is they have this black uh, coffee yeah. available right. hot okay yeah. pipping yeah. hot it will be there yeah. and it will be like shots without sugar yeah. okay yeah. and that really help for me in ppp mm. because of the cold mm. uh, in the last night you find it in every 5 10 kilometers on the road Wow, and you see a lot of people over there. Nice, and I used to save that yeah. and uh, move. Uh, that is what helped me. Uh, awesome, get awesome. So, yeah, I I think the tips that you mentioned about uh, not wasting time, uh, be, yeah. and uh, you know, with we look around, we take pictures and right. all that, all that. yeah apart from uh, you know losing time you also lose energy uh, you know that you could spend on the bike correct and also the uh, very beautifully said about the sleeping on the way rather than in the cozy weather that's 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 a <laughs> no, you know no, that, that's a very good thought right that yeah. it it helps definitely correct. so yeah i yeah, think people uh, who are going to go uh, eyeing for t- 2023 can uh, yeah. use all this yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome awesome 
that that is uh, really you know you you gained all this experience uh, from lel 2017 to pvp yeah over a period of time have done couple of hundreds over here also yeah but my lot of my international exposure helped me so where you don't get food and hydration also israel was one thing where you don't get anything for 100 100 kilometers and the toughest winds i faced is that where we were riding at 5 kilometers per hour it's not just me there was some other i was the probably the least uh, so, eligible guy to ride there there were uh, all pros from different countries coming uh, and riding and all uh, around 50 people only 10 people completed uh, that wow uh, the second day it was israel winds. israel uh, what was the event name uh, it was uh, isi 1200 or something is right. israel 1200 only mm-hmm. The reason I registered for that is I was a little more adventurous and want to explore and right. like traveling and all. Yeah. So the route used to go to the Dead Sea. Uh-huh. It, the route goes to the Dead Sea, yeah. by the, cross by the Dead Sea. Mm. You drop down and you again climb back. Okay. That was one which yeah. was interested me. And the second yeah. one is you pass by the... Um, oh, what is that? They have the issues with the other country, you know? uh palestine and the palestine uh, uh, you just pass the route next passes to the fence over there for some 100 meters right so you can see them the other side of it. Uh, you know there's highly uh, zone in terms of war, war zone, stuff yeah, like yeah. but when i went it was not mm, there mm. Uh, so the, i wanted to see what it is actually right. being in that country right <laughs> that is what i went there and did that the yeah. winds were very terrific mm. uh, and we most of them had to give up Mm. it was not worth it and you don't get food and hydration for 100 to plus kilometers early desert mm. and stuff mm. like that and all mm. the last so i stayed back at one place mm. in the last 200 everybody has to come back to tel aviv mm. i got up with some german riders and all mm. so there were some fast riders who went ahead of us mm. so you can see the boards at some stretch where you see the bomb bombings happen you mm. still see the sign boards right think caution of Uh, school and other people there were the sign boards hmm. that used to happen and those guys actually faced that oh. and they had to rush there with announcement that going on stuff and but nothing happened right but you get to witness everything on that just <laughs> right yeah yeah truly yeah. adventurous yeah. it yeah. becomes yeah. yeah awesome this was in 2018 is it 2018 oh, okay okay great so um what about this long distance riding appeals you that uh one is uh, i think i'm more onto the now onto the social media and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> one way if you ask me when i do a 50 or 100 kilometers at least that two hours or four hours or five hours i take for 100 or six hours yeah uh, you are away from that right. i switch off my mobile except my messaging somebody in between yeah. at least you detoxify from the digital world or something and you get your mean time me time over there mm. some kind of meditation you right. go you do a 50 kilometers also yeah uh otherwise in the routine life everybody is stressed out at home office uh, it gives you that extra mm. energy and zeal and somebody asked me you uh, walk to office uh, cycle to office 20 kilometers in the traffic it's sweaty how do you do that and mm. i told you travel the same thing in a car or a bus you go to the office you will not have that energy at yeah. least you cycle you go change over you will have that into and you come back again you still have energy otherwise you're coming by a bus one or two hours you're not doing anything but still sitting in a bus and coming you will come home you just have food and you want to lie down yeah. you will not have that energy yeah. at least this give that extra energy and zeal zeal and that's what it is some of long distance uh, i started liking it because one is you try to sleep places which you don't tend to see in a normal you know, in a normal route so it mm. is a, just a tourist you go by car you mm. visit the uh, a, a tourist attraction and come back uh, most of the routes take you to the inter- interior parts of any country or that state town or whatever it is and get to see the local things mm. that is what interested me and you're doing at a minimal cost mm. and you're taking your time to see that and do it because you are not in again a race yes it is a fixed time is available mm. uh, that should be good enough to see that and enjoy that and yeah. experience that yeah definitely yeah that, that's interesting that you say uh, you you feel recharged uh, uh, when you commute to work right. and also when you are coming back from work okay. you are not Right. because it maybe it is like we would have also faced that yeah yeah right? maybe, maybe it's like it uh, cycle acts like as that charger i guess correct. you know correct. in correct. a way <laughs> <laughs> because it recharges you 
uh, you know all all the traffic in the world doesn't bother you as yeah. much as it does yeah. when you are in a, in a car yeah, or uh, other vehicle but uh, yeah that's really good and uh, you know another thing uh, you mentioned was that you know it feels like a meditation and the Correct. me time ah, right me time. you yeah. we can't get enough of it <laughs> we need more and more of it <laughs> that is really good now um coming to that was your uh, riding uh, experience and uh, you know the endurance journey there when it comes to the bangalore randoners uh, you have started organizing uh, or got into organization of these breves uh, when was this and how did you kind okay. of get into so, it i you know the bangalore breves was there mm. so chudu was there was mm. organizing mm. i still say bliss in the hills is one of the best rides yeah and personally we're not able to do for the mm. last two covid reasons mm. and all mm-hmm. and uh, due to some issues uh, he had to step mm. back and mm. deepankar took over in 2014 that was the pbp here the pankar mm-hmm. took over because he wanted to come and participate and he wanted to ensure that the people from bangalore want to participate they have a platform over here they do a series in the home town just of traveling and all mm-hmm. so he started off it was you know small scale and people were not interested and probably he also got busy to mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. uh, and he handed over to pawan mm-hmm. in 2016 mm-hmm. Yeah. and i was not interested i was just want to go do my rides and come back mm-hmm. i was very much happy with that mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have this harish venkata chalam and uh, yeah. <laughs> silvester were all part of that yeah. so we want to do something similar to bliss and they told since you are riding so much you know uh, how the routes has to be done and you can help us give tips how mm. we can design routes or support people mm. to complete and all they pulled me as only a supporting guy over yeah. there <laughs> and uh, then today they are all not there nobody is there <laughs> <laughs> and then i told okay fine let me try it out and see how it is right uh, then i i whatever i knew from a rider perspective i have mm. given those inputs and see whenever we do any events mm. uh, we should ensure that it will help the rider also right. though it is 100% self supported rides that mm. is a given rule mm. but a little bit of information and uh, some support should yeah. help people to complete right and that is the goal and aim mm. that should be mm. and slowly i started organizing one or two events over there mm. in 2018 or something when pawan also mm. got busy with his personal things and he didn't want to do it and mm. he handed over to me mm. and then it's become a full time job for me <laughs> i started liking it mm. uh, so then if you don't like anything there's no point in doing it yeah, uh, yeah. so i started liking it mm. uh, but yes i am not able to write much what i want to do now mm-hmm. and that is there but i still try to make time and mm. write what was possible i can do yeah uh, so i would now since i've been a rider and organizer mm. when i'm organizing i always look from a rider's perspective and see what to provide when to provide and yeah uh, that is really uh, important uh, right yeah and that is what we are trying to do at bangalore randoners right and say and this randoning anybody can do mm. so what is required is only 15 kilometers per hour Mm. If you ask me, I was never a sports person mm. until forty. I never thought if I'm done so many things today on the cycle, I never thought I would have dreamt of I would have done that. Right. Uh, so a common man can also pick up a cycle and start off with a hundred fifty and then go do a breve by two hundred kilometers because the average required is fifteen kilometers per hour, which includes the breaks, mm. uh, rest period, food and hydration, everything it includes. Right. So when he starts liking that and he wants to pursue, then he can go with three hundred, six hundred thousand. It goes on. Mm. Uh, then uh, at again, what I've seen is uh, since I would like different things and different challenges. That is what we are trying to do at Bangalore Randoners. Uh, do different things, uh, creative some different challenges mm. for the riders. Mm. So Bangalore riders are not uh, easy. Right. It's always tough. Yeah. People know that. Yeah. Uh, because I learned this from the. Predators like Bangalore Braves, mm. uh, and that's how I have carried a course. Right. So if you can be prepared over here in Bangalore, then I think you go anywhere else. You you know right. uh, what to expect, and uh, you're ready for it. Correct. correct. Uh, if you're doing simple routes over here, then mm. we go to PVP. We may not be ready for those challenges. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that is what we are trying to do. Which mm. was earlier people also used to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier it used to be hundred percent. Mm. self supported right and i think that is also a good and right way to mm. do i'm not denying that and yeah. that's how the brevet has to be mm. but if you look at internationally uh, like pvp other people they provide some amount of support they're not saying that right. it's not going to be a tourer uh, 
like a tour or something right. 100% support yeah. the little amount of support is available where it is not mm. available right. and the time when it is required mm. is when it is what we are trying to provide at bangalore and anas right uh, so then we get more people yeah right and experience what we are doing yeah and the community spreads yeah so th- yeah that is one thing that uh, you know couple of things uh, you know struck me when uh, uh, from what you just said uh, the challenge the r- uh, roots themselves are quite challenging uh, uh, and the support that uh, you get from bangalore randers is one of the best that uh, i would not I've, <laughs> I, i mean that people would because be. <laughs> i i don't have first hand experience okay. i am just uh, reflecting <laughs> what i heard could, could be uh, uh, what i heard uh, from the people who has done uh, who have taken part um, so that that is what i am kind of hearing okay. and what i am kind of uh, reflecting right so the uh, why uh, you know the uh, challenging routes is important is you mentioned that when you go to events like uh, lel yeah. and pbp yeah. there are you know the routes are quite rolling yeah. very challenging mm-hmm. and the weather conditions weather are quite condition. uh, one thing what we are not able to replicate over here is the weather conditions, weather conditions. but otherwise in terms of food and hydration mm-hmm. so you should be ready first i am yeah. not able to get next 100 kilometers can yeah. i sustain that 100 kilometers yeah uh, can i carry something what so yeah. you are if you are prepared over here then you will be able to go and perform over there right uh, that is one thing mm-hmm. that's how uh, that, that that is really good uh, and recently the you know uh, why, why coming to the second point of the kind of support uh, you know that uh, bangalore randomers kind of uh, offers for the riders 2000 uh, i mean 1200 kilometers ride that just happened the chalukya 1200 uh 111 people started yeah 111 started 111 started and 75 riders 79, finished 79, 79 riders that, finished that includes three females <laughs> three f- female riders and <laughs> uh, uh, 79 total riders finished correct correct wow that is some serious yeah. number right yeah so if you ask me what used to be earlier even riders have become more strong mm. the performance levels have increased uh, the bikes have increased uh, the routes though the routes have become very challenging than what used to be the right. year, the bangalore was the first one to host 1000 kilometers in india in mm. 2011 mm. and the bangalore was the first one to host 1200 also mm. the 1200 was upendra who did that right. so those routes used to be straight on the highway right. so those days the highway used to be a single lane mm. uh, today you have multiple options on the highway for food and hydration you right. ask me 10 years back you even yeah. by going by car you hardly find a hotel to rest or use the restroom you have to get something yeah. uh, so those challenges were there but now yes i am not saying this was easy one it was also quite challenging mm. were tough terrains mm. but riders also are upskilling themselves to those challenges mm. and getting over there right uh, one one thing one thing i just want to mention is uh, uh, bangalore has the highest number of women randomness yeah. uh, in india Right. Uh, and thanks to spokesmen the community what they have built hmm. uh, encouraging and motivating thanks right. to vidya and other things yeah. uh, they are actually doing good if you ask me uh, yes our ladies are there up tomorrow if they want to go and do a pvp or lel hmm. uh, green is one lady no, not even i would say hmm. woman hmm. is the first rider hmm. uh, who scaled up from a 200 where i denied her a 200 not to ride anchadi because she told i have just done a 100 yeah. and i denied her no you're not going to ride this because it's the top yeah. one yeah. but she came and rode she started off from 200 to 2000 kilometers ride yeah. in 2 years yeah. a journey so that's a very good example and that she's is, very mentally yeah. strong female yeah amazing uh, amazing yeah. rider uh, yeah. and, and people look at other people and they get inspired motivated they want yeah. to do that they 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 get to see uh, people like her doing yeah. it and uh, you know they realize that it is possible for uh, yeah. uh, them as well yeah. right so the last chalukyas uh, we had one more female who came from chennai she just knew she just started off some 6 months back or something she's done an sr oh, and she wow. just came here i never knew that she was the youngest one she's a 24 years old wow and uh, it was raining on that day morning she called me not 10 kilometers after the ride she's into an 
she starts crying and when she cries i'm not able to hear what she's trying to tell me yeah. she told there's some jam or something i told jams in our are part of the ride right. but i never knew that she had a jam in the cycle oh some cassette had jammed up and all she was looking for some help like right. there were some people at the back yeah. they came and she took a rented bike and she completed the bi- ride on the rented bike for 1200 kilometers oh wow okay so she was also truly exceptional the, these these uh, stories are really amazing right 10 kilometers into a 1200 kilometer yeah, ride yeah, yeah. your bike, bike gives up but you come, don't give up yeah and she's come all the way from chennai, chennai to spending time and money on it right. and you don't want to just give up right right and she came wrote and finished the ride that is yeah. that is just phenomenal yeah. that is phenomenal you know the uh, talking of the community the long distance uh, riding community the brave community uh, what do you see uh, uh, over the years you have been in the uh, community for a long time now yeah. uh, how did you how do you see this growing and uh, from where it is it was and from yeah. where it so, is now Yeah, so if you ask me why people ask me why you are doing this answer i would have got that i would received from somebody some yeah. support some help not only here or across india or across uh, the world also in different countries yeah. so i'm just trying to give back that yeah and uh, if you ask me i think bangalore has got one of the best to, to today i'm just a face of it mm. i'm just running the bangalore runner there's so many people at the back down back end who do a lot of work right uh, i say even somebody comes to the start point and gives the five minutes it's a great help to anybody yeah. is yeah. giving back to the community right and people are doing that mm. uh, and i would not say just the riders it's again there should be support from the family and friends mm. and i see that also happening and mm. we have bangalore has the largest number of power couples mm. where husband have wife have completed uh, 200 kilometers together we have around 15 or 16 couples in bangalore wow okay and we have three couples yeah. who have completed a super and a series together husband <laughs> and wife and done a series 200 300 400 600 in the last season yeah. so that culture and the this thing is building and they see that they are enjoying and they got something back and they also want to come back and give back to the community right so that is that's of that is multiplying and building and yeah. growing and it will grow for the mm. good of it that is really good right uh, and <laughs> talking of uh, power couple riding together and uh-huh. completing challenges like super and an air together correct it either uh, kind of uh, you know increases friction between them or <laughs> brings yeah, them I, really I, I, close I together i think it brings them close because i have tried this myself uh, uh, with my wife and all sometimes in which she doesn't like cycling yeah. and she at least yeah. walks and runs and all yeah Uh, you generally at home you don't get time right. you are busy with your work you right. come back and the wife again if she is working she is busy mm. busy with the kids the regular routine or household things cooking washing everything goes into that yeah. you don't generally get some time to talk to each other also right assuming you are going on a cycle yeah. or for 50 km that the time at least you have both to talk to each other yeah yeah you can build the relationship i think it is going to build it not only right. cycling you are doing a walk you are doing a run also Yeah. it is building that relationship much more and you get time to talk to each time other to understand yeah. otherwise we don't have time for that yeah. i think yeah. that's that's a good sign of it that's really good uh, so that's really impressive yeah the 30 uh, so many people riding together uh, husband yeah. and wife and that kind of uh, you know gives a yeah, very they, good they would see somebody has done it yeah. then they say let's also do it right. that's of the come up yeah i mean we uh, i tend to ride but uh, you know my if i take my wife on a 10 kilometer ride that is a big thing <laughs> riding <laughs> like uh, rightly yeah. told people should like what they're doing yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. point in pushing somebody to do absolutely, anything absolutely absolutely they like start doing it then they'll yeah take yeah. it up and it's brilliant brilliant uh, so what are some of the challenges that you see in organizing uh, these every uh, okay. over the years ha uh, today what are the numbers have grown so mm. the numbers growing is little difficult to handle the crowd mm. uh, it could be registration the start point yeah. or arranging the resources at a midpoint where you want mm. to offer food and hydration uh, those are some of the challenges that, yeah. that we have Uh, covid was one challenge i think that challenge was there for everyone for everyone yeah uh, weather is becoming a little challenging uh, i would see of mm. late uh, because the seasons are shifting mm. so assuming thinking that it not going to be uh, the rains are there in october which never used to be earlier 
Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been raining like that. Yeah. So assuming you plan a calendar, keep something and this happens, that mm. adds to a disadvantage to that particular ride. Mm. Uh, that was one thing. And and people would always looking for something more mm. challenging, important. Mm. Right. Uh, so now uh, Bangalore and Earth is there, there. And yeah. they, you, you can't come down. You want to go always up. <laughs> right. So always have to keep thinking what different you want to do. Right. And keep them challenging. Right. Uh, so that becomes, I don't know, one at one point we may say we are done with everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even if you are, that the, these are uh, what I see, except for the weather, the, what I see is, uh, you know, uh, is the problem of plenty rather than uh, ah, the uh, accommodating everybody is a challenge mm. becomes and people will say why we're not done uh, why don't you have everybody to ride together yeah 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 uh, in city it is okay but you go to countryside also mm. we see 100 cyclists earlier uh, you know right many right. people will be yeah. curious to know what's happening yeah. and people will question yeah uh, you may have to take permission from the local authorities to do events and yeah. you know that is the biggest challenge in india mm. other countries you go and say that there's an event something like this happening mm. uh, people would come forward and help it could be any services the local right. uh, public services or the police or the health services they mm. all will be coming and doing it Mm. Uh, but in India, I think still people don't see that they still see this as a commercial event and stuff like that. And we do, we cannot blame them mm. because that's how everybody would see that. Right. Uh, getting those approvals and support is mm. a little challenge. Mm. Uh, you know, today to delay a cycle track within the city itself, yeah, <laughs> a lot of challenges. <laughs> a lot of challenges. <laughs> so in an event like this, uh, mm. I think it'll take some time uh, when we see more number of people, more number of rides are happening, mm. and we have seen people from different uh, communities coming. So today we have some Baskara who's a cyclist. Right. Uh, so when we have people from those places who are coming and supporting, mm. and I think that will help. Right. Uh, other people to make understand and probably mm. things might easier tomorrow. You want to organize a ride in a big forum yeah. or dedicated a lane for us when we are having the right yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, some of these problems are good to have, uh, you know, if you have so many people who are interested, <laughs> that is, that is a good sign uh, that, uh, you know, people more and more people, the community is growing mm -hmm. and uh, uh, growing in a good way. Uh, and more and more people are interested in these rides. More and more people, awareness is spreading. Uh, awareness and the importance of health and importance of both physical and mental mental health. And uh, you know, people are hearing about these rides. I think one one silver lining of the pandemic, in my view, has been more people on the bikes yeah i would agree 200 percent to it yeah uh, it's big in badness yeah. i had not seen those numbers what we're seeing even for the rides over here yeah, yeah. And, and you open in the morning in the next half hour it's filled up right and you go out on a regular ride also in the cbd you yeah. see various even yeah. from children to old age people mm. who are taken up cycling mm. and hope it continues right. so i don't think the bubble should not end up yeah yeah and people are seeing the benefit of it as yes. rightly said in terms of health mm. trying to Explore. It's been a stress buster. Right. 200 exploring yeah. places which they wouldn't have done earlier right. yeah, because of the rides they were able to go and see those places. Mm. Uh, in that sense, yes, yeah. it's helped quite a lot. It definitely helped. Um, I I think uh, you know from uh, what I've seen and what I've heard, Bangalore randomers, you under your guidance and others as well are put doing a. A really good job of you know contributing to the community giving back to the community in a very very positive way and building the community of you know the riding uh, long distance riding community in a really really positive way and i wish you guys all the very best of uh, for uh, you know the future journey as well yeah. uh, but to, it has been a fantastic, uh, you know, uh, time chatting with you and hearing about your own experiences and the kind of work that the Bangalore Randoners is doing. Uh, what are some of the kind of tips that you would give uh, fellow working athletes to do well at these events and as well as work? Okay. 
First of all, thank you. Thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, so coming back to giving to the community, as it's not just me, yeah. uh, there's a lot of whole lot of people yeah. who are there. Yeah. Uh, and some people don't want to be named. Right. Whenever I, I generally want to tag people and say that, but generally people don't want to be named. Right. And that's how they're there. Yeah. And each and everybody is contributing. It's not just the writer that I told. It could be the family, friends. Mm. Uh, it could even could be the companies who are supporting to do right. all those things and all. Mm. And thanks for having me over here on your platform to share my experiences to the people over here. Uh, coming off late, what you have generally seen, I think probably would have also heard it. Uh, you know your body well. Right. So you be careful where to draw the line. Right. Don't do extra. Yeah. Uh, we have seen a lot of uh, deaths in the last uh, I have seen in the last one month there were some two deaths of heart attack which has happened in Delhi itself mm. they were cyclists for the last 10 years and all mm. well built guys and right. we had the APAC mm. uh, promoter also who mm. had to scumble to heart attack mm. so you need to know regularly yeah. where to do uh, the sky is not going to fall if you don't do anything right. or you're not going to get a Olympic medal <laughs> if you do something right. you're doing for your own passion Correct. don't run behind numbers yeah and it's not a rat race. Right. Do if you're liking, if you like something, do mm. at your own pace. Right. You enjoy, you enjoy doing it. Right. Uh, that is more important. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, then you know there's a lot of people who are yeah. uh, dependent upon you. Right. Uh, safety of your other thing and nobody can tell you. You yeah. can make the decision, can I continue or not continue at any given point of time. Mm. Uh, that's what I tell everybody in a ride. Right. You're not going to quit until you're seriously you know that you can't from a health perspective you can't go or as a serious mechanical failure right. otherwise i would force everybody to write at mm. the end of the day i say boss you you take a call you know your body right. i can't know what is happening yeah. with you yeah. you know better yeah. so that is prime important everybody has to look into that mm. it is not that somebody is doing x i want to do mm. y z and stuff like right. that uh, don't get into that mm. and everything would take time it mm. is not that if i have done something today to 10, 11 years. Right. Yes, there are some people who are strong enough. They can do that in four years, five years and all. Mm. Uh, but trying to do that in one year uh, will lead to injuries and probably must stop cycling for yeah. in the next five, six years. Yeah, uh, You may get frustrated and stop doing it at all. So yeah. Don't get into that zone. Mm. Take it easily. Uh, feed well. Mm. Uh, food and hydration probably. You are a better yeah. person on that <laughs> yeah. than me yeah. to advise. Uh, take care of that and then yeah that is this has been fantastic uh really good tips there uh, as well mohan uh, thank you again for taking the time and uh, sharing uh, your journey and uh, all these insights for with the working athlete podcast thank you thank, thank you very much thank you thank you for your interest if you are enjoying these please make sure you subscribe to the channel on youtube the channel name is Baikivenki, B-I-K-E-Y-V-E-N-K-Y. It really helps. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Working Athlete Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and every conceivable platform. Again, thank you for your support.